0: Thank you for calling MJH Insurance and Financial Services. If you wish to dial through to one of our agents, press 101 for Sean, 102 for Kim, or
1: Hey, you just Joey. Sean, it's Joey Gingola. How you doing? Great. How about yourself? This is insurance in your own words from the people who are living and breathing it every day and are struggling to figure out where this industry is going and what they need to do to stay ahead. Hosted by me, Joey Gingola. Get into it
0: but then i kind of went off of uh marcus sheridan's strategy where he would sort of talk about his competitors so my my mom wasn't very happy about that she's like why do you have to talk about our competitors why don't you just talk about the companies that, that that we work with you know yeah. and i was like yeah that that makes more sense so i scrapped i scrapped all of them which was painful and now i'm kind of i'm kind of redoing that list uh, with our companies. that I, in, in, even that, I'm like, is that a waste of time or is that going to be worthwhile? Is that the right strategy?
1: Hey, you don't want mom happy at you, Sean, especially when she works in the agency for you. That was my buddy, Sean Halpin of MJH Insurance. And he's talking about, well, I don't know if that was a good idea. I don't know if that's the right thing. I heard Marcus talking about it. Um, if you remember on the previous episode that he was on, I, it was episode two- uh, or no, uh, one ninety. I don't remember. It was ten episodes ago. Whatever number that is, my brain is not doing math. Um, no, it was two two ten. I'm sorry. Yeah, two ten. This is two twenty. Anyways, episode two twenty. Um, how much marketing energy are you wasting, or something like that? I can't remember the official headline. Talking about the idea Sean had, he cranked out a bunch of uh, stuff related to specific cities. I don't know. I think we talked about that a little bit. And we're going to kind of dive into that a little bit more um, about kind of the offshoot, the kind of the, 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 the third cousin that rarely gets invited to the wedding of this. And he's talking about, you know, I heard Marcus talking about the competition. Marcus being Marcus Sheridan, uh, who did four-hour uh, workshop, uh, video workshop at Elevate 18 this year, who was a keynote speaker at Elevate 17. Uh, just an all-around good dude and really knows what he's talking about. Regardless, uh, you know, the whole idea and what kind of Sean is basing this entire theory, this this philosophy, this strategy off of is, hey, listen, there's there's we're going to capitalize on our competition. I'm a big fan of this. I personally I've, I've given it the very, uh, very not snappy name of leveraging existing name value. It's only three words, but it just doesn't roll off the tongue very easily. Not sure what to do about it. But again, leveraging the things people already know. Uh, you know, they might know MJH insurance. They might know XYZ insurance. They might know what your agency is, but maybe not. And that's the whole idea is you're trying to attract somebody that doesn't know who you are. Because if they already know who you are, then that's like knowing's half the battle, right? G.I. Joe sort of thing. So what do we what do we have to do to get in front of the people that don't know? And believe it or not, it's one of the easiest things to do, but the, one of the scariest things to actually Actually, execute on is talking about the competition, and this freak like people just lose their mind when they hear this. And Marcus talks about this, and we're getting into this a little bit more, um, you know, in, in in the episode. But you know what? How crazy is it if you know somebody's searching for you know the best insurance agencies in Gardner, Kansas? And I guess that's where I I was. I didn't say where. Uh, Sean's agency is in Gardner, Kansas. You know, if they're looking for the best agency in Gardner, Kansas, and they they maybe actually know somebody else, right? They're looking for you know Tim Smith, and they're looking for him, and they find you. How crazy is that, right? Imagine if if somebody was looking for Coke and they found Pepsi. Crazy, right? Crazy. That's basically what Sean's talking about. This is a strategy that Marcus has executed with his swimming pool company, river pools and Spas. I believe if you still search today, best swimming pool companies in Richmond, Virginia, or even maybe in Virginia, I'm not quite sure, but he will come up and he has an article that's been there for close to a decade. I think uh, that, you know, people looking for the best or looking for somebody else, they find him first. It's crazy. Right. But I understand, you know, mom, dad, uncles, you know, they just it gets a little squeamish when we start talking about the competition. But even though there's just there is something a little more, a little more pressing as well. And again, kind of we're, we're, we're going back and forth between this strategy that Sean was, you know, kind of um, shotgunning all of the cities around his area and kind of going after the competition the, the really the bigger question is do you have enough people
0: and, and that's the thing too. i didn't i didn't even know what keyword to rank for because so i was like how do people search they probably don't search for agency you know what i mean like i feel like me as a consumer would search for and i don't know if there's yeah. a lot of evidence to back it up because the search quality is, or search quantity is so low you know what i mean yeah, but i I've, think it would be beneficial every city to rank for that over the course of 12 months you know what i mean
1: i mean it certainly would but here's the thing, right? And this is where it gets kind of weird and we probably don't do the best job across the industry of of maybe explaining this, but in my experience, this is anecdotal. There isn't any like a hard study or fact, but just in my, you know, observation of consumer behavior, if you will, there is a lot of misunderstanding of where we actually fit. We, independent agents, brokers, whatever, fit into the process and oftentimes people confuse us for the insurance companies or, you know, they feel like they, you know, they just, when they kind of call back to it, they call, they kind of, they they view us as the insurance company. We are the representative. We're on the front lines. And I guess that's a good thing. I don't know, but it does make for an interesting kind of situation when you're talking about what are they going to actually search for? Um, I think you know, I think in my experience, I would say that agent does have a play. You know, there's, there's, there's a play for, you know, what, what people, people at some point in time come to figure out that, you know, there are these things called independent agents and I might want to work with one. And if I do want to work with one, well, I want to work with the best or one of the best. And then they start down that rabbit hole of trying to find the best. So that's certainly a segment of the searching population. I didn't really, that sounded weird. Uh, But, yes, that is somebody I would imagine at some point uh, they would get to that position. They would get to that search, what is the best insurance agent in Gardner, Kansas, and then that's where Sean wants to be. He wants to be the best insurance agent in Gardner, Kansas, or Kansas, or whatever the thing is. You want to be that thing. That's cool. That's a possibility. However, it's generally going to be something maybe, you know, I don't know if I have I, don't, I mean I don't this is again I'm just kind of pulling numbers out of the air but just if I, you know, I'm saying that that's going to be at best 50% of the people are going to know to maybe ask that question so they're going to have to start somewhere else and this is where there is no necessarily one door to the process right the the um the nonlinear path to the sale as Ryan likes to call it is there's multiple touch points you really don't know where they're going to come in first because it just might be some random question about that coverage or whatever in relation to you know what they're looking for, where they're looking for it at, that doesn't necessarily land them on your front door to walk through it. So it's a matter of making sure that you have enough pieces out there, enough doors, if you will, out there for them to be able to walk through it uh, at multiple times. Stages in the buying process. And, you know, Sean has picked, he's nailed down the idea of, well, I like this. I want to go after cities. I want to go after the agents in those cities. Challenge is, the challenge is, is that, you know, one, are there enough people in those cities that you're trying to target? Have you gotten actually too narrow? It's, it's possible, right? And, it's very possible to kind of hone in on a city where there's like, you know, maybe 25,000 people in the entire city. And, you know, let's say, uh, you know, maybe 5,000 of them are actively searching and possibly in the market for the thing that you're trying to target. I mean, I guess Sean's going general personal lines home and auto here. So it's maybe a little bit higher, but still, you know, you're not going to get the full 25,000. Even if you had 50%, it's still, I guess the point is, is that, your market share. It's just understanding the market, the market share that you potentially have based on the existing traffic that you're currently getting. You know, again, if your site's getting X amount of it, it all just, you need to make sure that you don't, you don't, you don't squeeze the thing to death. And I think that's what we kind of talked about, you know, a little bit on the first episode of shot about wasting that marketing energy is, you know, it, it doesn't take place on the smaller cities. It takes place at the, on the bigger cities at the very you know least or most, And it's really more on the state level for a lot of things. So it's like state, big cities, you know, that you're you're maybe second tier size cities, maybe if you want to go that deep, but certainly not the Gardner, Kansases of the world to where you get tons of search. You know what I've again and just in conversations with with people over the years um you know they will just type in a zip code and in insurance or the city's name potentially an insurance and that's it just insurance not insurance agent insurance agency even the type of insurance they sometimes will go with insurance and that's up to you to decide where you want them to enter your process in but but still let's get back to that competition because this is all relevant to how they're coming in where they're finding you and really if you're comfortable saying something that is really kind of harmless, but has such a dramatic upside to really get in front of the people that don't know you.
0: Because I would listed our other agencies rather than listing the companies that we represent. Best insurance company for Gartner, best insurance company for Lenexa, only because that's what I saw that Marcus had done, you know, and listening to his talk, and that's kind of, like on your point, it was like that That made sense because he ranked higher than them, and even though they were reading about his competitors, yeah. it kind of built a line of trust and transparency in terms of who else can do it.
1: Uh, yes, trust, transparency, and I'm just going to toss in, capitalizing on that name value, right? So, um, yeah, I mean, honestly, it, it, takes, it takes some serious confidence in who you are as an agent and the product that you have to sell to say, listen, I'm going to give you a roadmap to every other person that you could possibly work with besides me. I mean, people are attracted to confidence, right? I mean, you don't want to be feel like you know, you don't want to be felt as a consumer like you're being lied to or you're, something is being hidden from you. you know, I did a, an email a couple Sundays ago. If you're not on the email list, uh, get over there agencynation.com/newsletter. I can't remember the subject line, talking about, and don't be scared of the competition, embrace it, or something like that. And again, you know, um, one of the easiest ways to gain trust with somebody is to tell them something that goes against your best interest, right? It's like, hey, why would you tell me that? Because, you know, that's going to actually lead to, you know, the outcome that I would assume you would want, and you're actively, you know, going against that. And that's, hey, listen, that shows that you don't care about, it's not about you, right? It's about them. It's about their result, not yours and and gaining that trust. And that's what talking about the competition is, right? It's, it's about caring about their outcome versus yours. And to what level, to what degree you want to take that is entirely up to you, I would imagine. But again, it's not as if they live in a bubble. It's not as if they just can't say, Hey Google, list me you know my google homes are going to go off jesus uh it's not as if they just can't say that see there it goes i know right um it's not as if they just can't say that and then they're not just going to spit back you know five six seven eight nine results and guess what we're off to the races down on the phone and we're doing the thing it's not like you're hiding it's not it's just impossible right so just one just realizing that the world doesn't work like that anymore Two, and this is the interesting thing I mentioned in the previous clip, is, hey, listen, Google you know the best or the best pool builders or pool installers. I can't remember. The best pool companies, whatever. I'm sure Marcus is going to come up for all of those, but the best pool companies in Richmond or Virginia or Virginia or whatever, and read the article, right? Read that article. And the crazy thing is is that people freak out that you're talking about the competition, that their names are just on your website. But if you read what Marcus did in this post, I'm sure made him – Um, you know, thousands upon thousands, if not hundreds of thousands, even potentially millions, as I know that if you've listened to him speak, um, you know, he's been able to track, you know, a couple million bucks just to one blog post, right? So that's how crazy powerful this stuff is, right? This is not made up if you're hitting the right segment, if it's continuously ranking, if you're selling the right products, one piece of content can be very profitable. Just hands down, let's let's just accept that as kind of table stakes at the moment. But if you read the article and I'm getting, I'm all over the place here tonight. If you read the article, you notice Marcus says very little about the competition. Basically it amounts to they are, these guys are a pool company. They know how to put pools in and they might be decent human beings on the weekend. That's it. Like that's the most information he's giving you. He's just saying, yep, they do pools and yep, they could probably get it in the ground for you. And yeah, I don't think that they're going to be caught up in any sort of a mischievous scandal during non-business hours. I mean, maybe it's a little more involved than that, slightly, but not really. We're talking 500 words here, maybe the whole thing. The most outlandish thing that is said in the article is just the headline, the best pool people or the best, whatever, and just having that association being in that list. And then, but if you actually dive in and so, you know, again, Marcus doesn't necessarily give them a whole lot to sink their teeth in, but that does, it doesn't matter. That's all it takes, right? That's all it takes for you to show up when somebody else is trying to find your your competitor, right? Like that's all, I mean, how cool is that? I think it's pretty cool. And again, it's a matter of this isn't the only strategy. Right? This is just something Sean is exploring, and and just the fact that I think I don't even know that we got it in this episode. But you know, he had actually had this whole thing uh, laid out. We might have talked about this in the first one, and uh, he was looking at twenty twenty five cities. He had all of this kind of mapped out for, and again, mom, you know, his mom gets a little, a little like, hey, whoa, hold on, kid. I don't know what I don't know exactly who you think you are today, but we're not this, this needs, hold on a second. Can we pump the brakes? I need to think about this. And why are we talking about other agents, agencies? Is that going to work? Maybe we're going to talk about companies and that's the direction that I'm pretty sure that they went, which isn't bad, right? That's also something people are searching for. I would say probably even more than, um, you know, the actual agents or agencies. Again, insurance companies spend hundreds of millions for sure. In most cases, billions of dollars every year to make sure that people know their name so that's leveraging that name value because they're spending tons and tons of money that we obviously don't have and, or really want to spend on such things. So all we have to do is talk about them, assuming they're okay with it. And then guess what? The best insurance companies for, we'll say it, Gardner, Kansas, why not? Although I would like to say, you know, bigger cities usually work better, but whatever, um, you know, the thing is, is, is the best insurance companies for that or the best whatever insurance for said niche or whatever, again, any of those variations and you're going to have to try your own thing for your area to see what works, to see who's searching for what this isn't a one size. fit. I mean, it is kind of, but you there will be some tinkering, some tweaking in it for you to figure out exactly the type of business that you're selling and where you're selling it and who you're selling it to. All of those things you will need to kind of do all your own little self discovery on. But at the end of the day, right at the end of the day, If you can stomach it, right? If you can find a way to get around the fact that, yes, you might want to talk about these guys because guess what? They're probably not talking about themselves all that great online. And they're certainly not talking about you because they're afraid they're not confident. They're not, they're not, they're not leaning forward. If you will, whatever the thing is, they're, they're not confident enough in their ability to say, listen, we know what we do is good. We're not really concerned with you knowing about other alternatives because you're a smart competent, functional human being that knows how to use the internet. So we're just going to assume that. And we're just going to cut to the chase and say, listen, we're in the industry. We see, we rub elbows elbows with these people all the time. And of the 20 or 15 that are out there, these are the five or six or 10 or whatever that we feel you're going to have a halfway decent time with. That's it. If you can do that, then you will definitely find yourself in a position of trust, of transparency, and just really being freaking confident about who you are and what you do. And we need to have just a quick aside here because it is fresh on my mind. Just certain things that we do really make no sense. And being a holiday the fourth of July, you know, there's things that just happen. Really question your sanity. I have to say, the 4th of July parade, really any sort of holiday parade, I don't understand. I mean, never anywhere in life do we stand up in usually unbearable weather just to watch absolutely nobody do anything spectacular. Literally nobody. They're not doing anything that warrants us standing in probably unbearable weather in mass quantities. They're not doing anything remotely close to spectacular. The only thing that they have decided to do is endure said unbearable weather with you, actually in more unbearable fashion, in a more public way walking. They're demonstrating their ability to walk and possibly toss out some candy in the process, maybe right on the top of a convertible so that back are not really falling off. Outside of that, you know, mostly it's just people hawking their stuff. It's like, hey, dance studio, we're gonna walk. We're not gonna dance, we're just gonna walk. Just gonna be like, we're a dance studio. We're walking. You know, car dealerships. Come buy a car from us today. Or, I don't know, you know, a couple churches sneak their way in there. You know. I mean, I'm just saying, right? Just such, just such unspectacularness happening. And we, we eat it up. I don't know. And it's terrible. It was really hot today. We did it. We went to the 4th of July parade. It's just 90 degrees. All right, first off, anybody, for anybody that lives in, like, south or whatever place is hotter than ohio I, get it. I don't need those emails i don't want to hear joey listen you don't know what hot is and you're right i don't you know what cold is so just easy but 90 degrees with like whatever the community was it's just instant stuff right it's just instantly you shouldn't be around other people at that point because it's not really anybody's best interest to have this happen especially again in mask one but anyways that's that I'm curious. Have you had that situation? Do you attend a parade, watch, and do nothing, nothing good at all. I mean, whatever. Don't even start on fireworks. We're not even going to talk about fireworks. I wanted to talk about fireworks, but I don't think, I don't think we have time. That. That's whole other thing, right? Just Joey at agencynation.com. Let me know how easily you are duped into watching this mediocre. Movie. If you don't want to see Mediocrity, sure, I think it's mediocre. AgencyNation.com slash newsletter, well above Mediocre, I would say, I would say maybe Borders aren't spectacular. It's certainly not unspectacular. It's flirting, it's certainly flirting with spectacular. That is AgencyNation.com slash newsletter. Uh, Come hang out with me on Sunday mornings, Uh, definitely where I put some of my most interesting, sometimes thoughtful thoughts. And also where Ryan likes to poke the bear from time to time and, and uh, blast out some good stuff, and, and so that's where the, that's where a lot of a lot of good things happen. AgencyNation.com/newsletter or Mostly Spectacular writing.